Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, Philadelphia Daily News, Philly.com, whatever else you want to call us uh, here along with Zach Berman. And Zach, the Eagles are done the preseason. Finally, thank God. Yes. They won. It was a scintillating game. It Last just means it's second touchdown by Matt Jones gives the Eagles the 10-9 victory. Yeah, the Callahan the Jones connection that probably won't be what wins the Eagles the Super Bowl if they repeat. I can't imagine. Yeah. So, Zach, let's just stick this. Let's just stick to what we saw tonight and how that relates to the bottom of the roster, guys. The guys are going to make the 53. Um, yes, the Eagles are going to make the decision on Carson Wentz inter- internally on Friday in terms of whether he'll be ready to play in the season opener. Uh, Doug Peterson told you uh, during the press conference that Alshon Jeffrey will come off the PUP list. Yep. And on Friday. On Friday, there has been a, there was an ESPN report. That Alshon Jeffrey won't play in the first two games of the regular season, which Doug, I believe is a credible report. Yes. Doug did not confirm that, but I mean, look, it seemed like it was going in that direction. Alshon was has not been practicing um, at all. I don't think he really needs to practice much before he's ready, but he needs some time. You got to do yeah, something, exactly. and we're we're a week away here from the start of the season, and he hasn't done anything. So I don't think it's a huge surprise that he was at least going to miss the first game. If it's two games, I guess not a huge surprise either, but. All that being said, let's look at the bottom of the roster. Uh, I think the main the going to position by position. Or yeah, well, to... okay, yeah. Let's let's go position by position, and I have the roster here right in front of me, and we'll start with on the offense. Quarterback. That's pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, Wentz, Nick Foles, and Nate Sudfeld. And Christian I should Hack- say, I, I I should just say real quick that Nate Sudfeld did not play tonight. I know there were some theories that it was because. Uh, you know they are preparing him to be the backup against the Falcons. Doug Peterson said it had nothing to do with Week One. They saw Sudfeld a lot this summer. I believe Doug on that one. Sudfeld had taken the most pass attempts of any quarterback in the NFL going into the fourth preseason game. Right. So Ed, Christian Hackenberg and Joe Callahan split, split quarters. I think this was basically an opportunity for them to showcase themselves around the league and also for the Eagles maybe maybe to make a decision on whether they want to keep a quarterback on the practice squad. I don't see the, the value of keeping Joe Callahan there. Maybe Christian Hacken, Hackenberg makes the cut, although he did not make a strong case tonight. No, it, it was ugly. And the three turnovers stick out. Uh, you see, actually, athletic ability that, that was impressive. He ran the ball well. He, he mentioned his athletic ability when he was asked about it after the game in a joking way. But uh, the thing with Hackenberg, and this has been the case since, since he was drafted in the second round by the Jets, the tools are there. The production's not there, and maybe you want to refine those tools, but it did not look good to me. He's an NFL quarterback from the neck down, and from the neck up, he's not. That's basically been the issue with him dating back to his sophomore year at Penn State. Okay, running back. Uh, The first three guys are obvious. Mm -hmm. Jay Ajayi, Darren Sproles, and Corey Clement. A lot written about that fourth running back. I wrote about that. Uh, I have Josh Adams being the fourth guy. Maybe Wendell Smallwood getting getting on as a fifth guy. They did keep five last year. What do you think? Yeah, so I think Josh Adams is going to be on the team. And uh, so whether you call it the fourth or fifth running back, I'll get to that in a moment. But Josh Adams is a player who has a lot of promise. He's 21 years old. Uh, he's under contract here for three years, would be a restricted free agent after that. So I think he's someone the Eagles will try to develop. They look at those bottom of the roster spots for developmental purposes. Um I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but the big question is going to be with Alshon Jeffrey, what do you do at wide receiver? 
I'm going to keep I, – I haven't finalized my 53 yet. I'm going <laughs> to do that when I get home tonight. Um, it will be an early birds tomorrow. But I am going to say that I'm leaning toward putting Wendell Smallwood down as an additional running back, opening the season with five. And the reason I say that is because Smallwood is someone who can play special teams for you, who you trust him. I think uh, that has more value to them right now than a sixth receiver because that that receiver would really only be a special teams guy. Right. I mean, I, I had Smallwood on one of my – 53 uh, rosters. It's only the final one that matters. You are a good sport. You put it in the paper before the the fourth preseason game, which I respect. But I didn't have him on then. Yeah, but but the one we count in our pool that we do (laughs) is is the final one after the game. Correct. Smallwood didn't play tonight. He was suited up, had his helmet. So I guess if they needed him, they would have ran him. Uh, Look, Doug Peterson knows what he has in Wendell Smallwood. I think that's kind of the problem with him. Familiarity there's, there. There's, there's, there's no potential. I mean, there's no further yeah. potential there. He's kind of capped out. And I agree with that, and I've said that all along. You know what he is. Yeah, you, you basically know what he is, and he ran well last week at 13 carries for 53 yards. He runs hard. He'll get the yards that, that are there. He'll hit the hole when it's there. Um, he's of course dealt with injuries over his career and uh, fumbling a little bit. Although he didn't fumble this preseason, uh, I have Wendell Smallwood out. Uh, Danell Pumphrey probably on the Pactor squad. Would you yes. agree? Yes, Danell Pumphrey. And Matt Jones squad. did make a strong case in the fourth quarter of the fourth preseason game. And I even even he said it himself. He said, "I thought I did a job. I did a good job of giving myself an opportunity tonight, but I didn't do it for four games." Yeah, I, that's that's an astute observation. I I like Matt Jones. I've said that on this podcast. I have a soft spot for him because uh, I've liked him since he was at Florida. I liked him when he was with the Washington Redskins. But you got to go based on what you see, and he hasn't done enough this preseason. Okay, wide receiver, we, we touched on that a little bit. You're keeping five? There's five locks. We should say that. Um, yep. the, the, the five locks are Alshon Jeffrey, Mike Wallace, Nelson Aguilar, um, Matt Collins, and uh, Sheldon Gibson. Now, as we said, Alshon Jeffrey won't play week one. And then the question, too, is Matt Collins. He's missing time. It sounded like Doug Peterson's confident that he'll be there week one. I think you can get by week one and week two with four receivers. If Matt Collins is not healthy, uh, then you need to carry six. And who's your six if, you, if they do? So my six would be Marcus Wheaton. I think Marcus Wheaton's the sixth best receiver. Uh, actually, no, I'll say this. My six would be DeAndre Carter. Marcus Wheaton's the sixth best receiver. But if he's on the team week one, his contract's guaranteed. And I don't think the Eagles are, are, are going to do that. They're not willing to do that for yeah. him. Uh, so rather what I would do would, would be keep DeAndre Carter. And frankly, I think they would – Look at the waiver wire, the trade market for a wide receiver there. If they need to go deeper at wide receiver, I think it's a guy who's not on the roster right now. Yeah, I have DeAndre, DeAndre Carter on my roster right now. I don't feel very strong about it. I agree with you. I think at some point they're going to add another wide receiver if they have to. You can go with five. They've gone with four actually before mm-hmm. um, uh, before adding someone a little bit later. Uh, DeAndre Carter had a pretty good game. Um, had some nice catches down the field. Uh, almost broke one. I, to me, I just don't see great upside. I agree with you. And, we, and we've discussed this actually on the way back from the from Foxborough. Uh, he's showing up in the preseason. They've had guys who've done that before. But I don't think I don't think he's he's a guy who week 10 of the NFL season you're relying on. Right. And I don't equate it to how certain running backs have done before in prior seasons because I think a lot of that is you know, they're benefiting from the strength of the offensive line. The receiver goes out there and beats a guy one-on-one. That's him. I mean, he's doing a good yeah. job of getting open. And so I give Carter maybe a, a greater chance than, say, Henry Josie 
or I don't know who was the other running back that, that fans got all excited about. Yeah, Josie's really the guy. Josie um, was there. There but, was somebody else. Oh, well, Kenyon Barnett yeah, yeah. at one point. But but, but I'll I'll phrase it like this, okay? So uh, if you're a bottom of the roster guy, you're either on for developmental reasons or you're on for special teams. I don't think there's really much development with DeAndre Carter. I think what he is now is probably the NFL player. He and there's not much for special teams. And, yeah, unless he's returning and he's not returning because Darren Sproles is your returner, he's not a special teams contributor. So so you're looking at someone in that spot who can help you more on special teams or someone you can develop. I don't think that developmental receiver is on the roster. And, I, and, and frankly, I think the best guy who can help them week one if they need someone is Marcus Wheat. All right, well, tight ends, uh, Zach Ertz. Dallas Goddard and Richard Rodgers, who complicates things a little bit because he's got a knee injury, yep. and it's it's a significant one. He's walking around with a really lunky brace. Uh, he's not going to be ready for the opener. He got the dreaded week to week label from Brian right. Peterson, who exactly. loves calling everyone day to day. Right, week to week is not good. No, so I mean, I don't think he's going to be out for the whole season, obviously, but he'll be out for a few games, probably maybe a little more than that. So, with the Eagles have kept four tight ends, was the question coming in, and I thought maybe Joshua Perkins would have had a shot. But he's been in the concussion protocol for a while now. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say he cost himself a chance to make the team because a concussion is a serious thing. Uh, but I think he would have had a pristine opportunity to make it if he was in these games, if he was healthy. Right, and they would have potentially needed a, a fourth tight end with Richard Rodgers not being active. I think they can get away with just Ertz and Goddard active on game days. And, and, and Perkins is kind of a, a, a hybrid who can, you know, has receiving ability. Uh, and he would he would have been able to help you on special teams, right? And Billy, Billy Brown's not a Billy Brown's not it. Although I think I ha- no, I don't have him on the practice squad. I think I have Perkins. Okay, which can they do that even if he's in the? Yeah, they can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he, right, he, oh, he would be able to practice, but he can be right. on the practice. Squad. Offensive line, uh, some question here. I think the first nine are set. Um, I don't think I need to say who the starters are, right. but the reserves are, for top two are going to be Isaac Sayomalu, Holly Pulivati Vaitai, and. Um, Matt Pryor and Jordan Malata are going to be in the two rookies. The question is whether they keep Chance Warmack as the tenth offensive lineman. To me, what do you think? Uh, I think no. I can see them doing it because they value offensive line and they like Chance Warmack. Uh, but I think the development of the other guys is, uh, has been enough. Um, but Chance Warmack, he started overseeing Malo last year, so maybe maybe they they like him. He hasn't been ahead of Malo this summer. And he hasn't, he hasn't performed well. I don't no. think the film's going to be great. I think it's going to be very hard to trade him. Uh, that being said, you know, linemen have a lot of value, and Eagles linemen, particularly around the league. Everybody knows that they've been coached up well by Jeff Stoutland. Let me ask you this. Halapulavati Vaitai was a noticeable player tonight, one of the, the, the kind of top reserves who was out there. What did you make of that? They wanted to give him a little confidence. Okay. He's had a tough go here this preseason. And he wasn't out there a long time, but when he was out there, I think he did his job. He had a really nice pull block on a Josh Adams six-yard run. So I think that was the point of that. What do you think? you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, let's go to defense. Defensive line, or we'll start with the defensive ends. They're keeping five. Josh Sweat's definitely in because of the fourth-round draft pick, although I'm still kind of worried about what his long-term future is. Josh Means, again, I mean, excuse Steven me, Stephen Means, of course, goes out there and tears it up in the preseason. I wonder if they can trade him. He's worth something. I would, I, I would keep him. No, but I would. If I was another team, I'd, I'd absolutely. He'd get to the quarterback. That's a skill in this league. And he, frankly, he wouldn't be. He's not going to be active for the Eagles. He's their fifth defensive end. Uh, what do you trade him for? I mean, like, look. I mean, if Howie can get a draft pick, he's going to trade him. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think there's like a dying need in terms of position. I don't think a player. Maybe a player third. Trade. Maybe a third. A fourth safety or a receiver, but I, even that. The receiver seems like that's just yeah. kind of um, to get you by in the short term. Exactly. Yeah. The safety maybe because you know I, we'll, we're, we're going to get the safety in a little bit here, but I don't feel very confident behind after the top three guys. I agree with you. Um, so maybe, but I, I think more likely they trade him for a draft pick. Uh, and I, I think Howie wants some draft picks in his back pocket in case they need to make a move at the deadline. Absolutely. But I have six defensive ends. I do right too. Now. Okay, defensive tackle. I have four. Uh, Fletcher Cox, Lodinata, Destiny Bayou. And many of us didn't see this coming in the training camp, but Bruce Hector pretty much all but certain. Yep. Uh, I agree with you there. And to connect the previous conversation, do you think there's a chance week one? Because because we're both in agreement those are the four defensive tackles. Because of the DNs who can play inside – Going into week one, do you think Bruce Hector is inactive and Stephen Means is active? Mm. That's a good question. Because um, I, I think you're going to see more of Michael Bennett inside than you're going to see Brandon Graham inside this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought that far ahead to get inactive. Okay. Probably, probably, probably four defensive tackles. Okay, so then Bruce Hector's active. Yeah. I mean, he's shown a lot to me. He He's beat Elijah Qualls. Elijah Qualls was... A draft pick who the Eagles developed last year, who going in the camp we probably would have thought was going to compete with Destiny Vio um, for playing time, and Bruce Hector simply outplayed him. And Elijah still has practice squad eligibility. That's probably where we'll end up if he asks me. Okay, let's move to the linebackers. Kind of um, look, Nigel Bradham. I should mention that Tim Jernigan is going to open the season. Yeah, um, non football injury. Non football injury list. He won't be ready to go. So right now they have a roster spot. They have his roster spot. Linebacker Nigel Brown is going to be suspended for the first game, so he doesn't count towards 53 right now. Who are your linebackers? Well, you have Jordan Hicks, you have Nate Gary, and you have Kamugurger Hill. Those three did not play tonight. I think those three are your starting linebackers in base defense against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Leroy Reynolds is going to be a key special teams player for the Eagles. I have him on the team. And then I guess Joe Walker. We had this conversation during the last podcast. I admit, not a Joe Walker guy, but... I don't think they have anyone else. And I think they like him. And, and as you mentioned uh, in the last podcast, he's kind of the backup Mike. They yeah. don't really have another guy there. Cornerback, some people have six, some people have five, and talking to some other beat reporters. I'm sticking with six. Begrudgingly, I have Devontae Bowlesby as that sixth guy. What about, what about you? Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, I look at, at, at uh, Bowlesby. Has not had the best summer. Had a really good spring. Early part of training camp looked good. Um, but not recently. Shannon Sullivan's a guy who's come on. If you're looking at it, at a potential undrafted name, I think Sullivan's more of a practice squad guy. I think they do go deeper at, at cornerback, though. Um, Sullivan had an interception tonight. Yes, he did. I mean, I think he's a pretty good player. Um, Bosby, while he hasn't really stood out, he hasn't really stood out in a negative light. Either I think it's not like he's making horrible plays. So I think he's done enough to make the team. He's a special. He, he does. He can do a lot of things for you on special teams. And I think the Eagles want young corners. He's he's a guy that can develop, uh, and he's under contract. That, that I mean, I can't emphasize that enough. When you when when you look at the and we've discussed this in previous podcasts. When you look at the fifty three, you're not looking at who's the best fifty three in week one. You're looking at the developmental purposes too. Safety. Uh, I have four. Chris Maragos won't open the season on the active roster. We don't know when he'll be back. But uh, Malcolm Jenkins, Rodney McLeod, obviously your two starters. Corey Graham is your third safety. 
The only question is the four safety, and really, it's almost by default, Trey Sullivan. Yeah, and I and that could be TPD also because I think yep. that's a position that they scan the waiver wire and free agent market for. Uh, but right now, I go Trey Sullivan. That's gonna be hard to get a safety on the waiver market, though. Not yeah, many teams and, have safeties, and, and the have thirty-one plane, teams. They have thirty-one yeah. teams ahead of them. I think to get a, a safety in here ahead of Trey Sullivan, they're probably gonna have to make a trade. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I mean, there's 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 gonna be guys, uh, and who, I'm not a Charlie Charlie Sullivan guy. Yeah, um, I mean, there are guys who, who go through waivers. You see every year they go to practice squads. So uh, I think that you're not going to get some of the top cuts, but I think they can get a player who's better than Trey Sold. Okay, specialist we know. Jake well, Elliott. Is, is Cameron Johnson going to be on the team? Yeah, I mean, honestly, he's done a really good job, I think, during the – I mean, he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been outstanding during mm-hmm. preseason, but the way he was kicking early in training camp – and I think some of that might have been a little overblown. He was certainly working on things, but he was struggling, um, and I think he made it as much. But once they started, you know, once the, the lights went on, I think he he showed that he he could be an NFL punter. Um, you know, he had a few, he had a long punt today that that went into the end zone. Um, he's got to get a little bit better at situational kicking, but he's got a big big old leg, and it seems like he's getting better in those types of situations. So I think he's on the team. Jake Elliott's been a little shaky. Kicked a 54, 55 yarder yeah. tonight. Um, he's certainly on the team, and Rick Lovato will be our long snapper. So that's the 53. Um, it'll be the last time we talk about a bunch of those guys that we've been <laughs> for a while because the real players uh, will be highlighted once the Eagles uh, solidify the 53-man roster. Saturday, 4 p.m. is the deadline. Howie Roseman will speak with us afterwards. The Eagles get to work on Saturday, though. The game plan will be in. They'll know who the quarterback is. We'll do our best to find out for you. Um, maybe we'll have a special podcast if they do announce t- uh, Carson Wentz or whoever. If, they, if we do find out who the quarterback is. Um, one last time, your prediction. Carson Wentz is on the field in front of us for the first snap on Thursday night. One week ago. One week from today. One week from today. It's Eagles open the season against the Atlanta Falcons. Your prediction? Uh, I'm still – I've been back and forth. I'm still going to go with Carson Wentz. is going to be playing. Um, there are a lot of people out there who don't think he will be, though. I will say that. Are you willing to tease what's coming up this week? Uh, I mean, yeah, we got a preview section for the Philadelphia Inquirer coming out on Wednesday. It'll start. It'll be online on Tuesday. We all got a bunch of big stories about it. Um, and, uh, you know, whether you read it online, whether you get it at the newsstands, please read it. Um, and hopefully we have some stories that you guys haven't read before. Look forward to it. All right, that's it for the Bird's Eye View podcast. I'm Jeff McLean. That's Zach Berman, and we will talk to you soon.